Good morning, everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are in this for the Sermon of the Week, the Revelation series, The Seven Bulls of God's Wrath. And excuse me, my birds have decided to chirp right now. So forgive me for that. Last time I preached about the seven angels preparing for the bold judgments. Today we are going to talk about that the bold judgments begin. Okay, so today's scripture is Revelation 16, 1 through 21. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the two angels, Go pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his wrath and on the land, and ugly and painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead man, and every living thing, thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead man, and every living thing in the sea died. The third, the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs and the water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the water say, You are just in these judgments, you who are who you were the Holy One, because you have judged for they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun. And the sun was given power to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat and they cursed the name of God, who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl, on the great Euphrate, river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw that three evil spirits that looked like frogs, and came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are spirits of demons performing miraculous signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for battle on the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays away and keeps his clothes with him, so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. They Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice for the, from the throne, saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since man has been on the earth. So tremendous was the quake that the great, that the city split in three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with wine and the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away, and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones of about a hundred pounds each fell upon men, and they cursed God on account of the plague of hail, 
because the plague was so terrible. The bold judgments are the most terrifying of them all. The first bold judgment, number one, causes the subjects of the Antichrist to have painful sores. These sores are only appear on these who take the mark of the beast. The tribulation saints are spared of the plague. Two, the second bold judgment turns the world's oceans into blood, killing living creatures in the ocean and the sea and destroying the world's first supply, food supply. The third bold judgment turns the rest of the blood into blood, water into blood, also cutting off food supply and destroying drinking water. The fourth judgment causes the sun to go hotter. The sun rays burn people to almost point of death. Despite all they go through, they re still refuse to repent and turn to God. The fifth bull judgment brings darkness on the Antichrist empire. But the darkness doesn't bring comfort from the heat. It brings more faith, more pain, sorry. The pain is more so, so severe they chew on their own tongues, but again, they refuse to repent. The sixth bull judgment causes the Euphrates River to dry up. The Antichrist gathers his army to march to Armageddon. Armageddon is where the ancient fort, fortress of Masada is. Then the last bull is poured out and a worldwide earthquake occurs. Cities are destroyed and the Mount of Olives and Jerusalem are split in two. Then thunder and lightning lights up the sky. Hailstones fall on people and crush them. The good news is that God will spare the righteous of this age as he did with Noah and his family. When God was going to destroy the world with the flood, God had built Noah build the ark and through the ark and Noah's obedience, the human race was spared. This time God sent his son to be the ultimate sin offering by dying on the cross and being raised from the dead. God, by sending his son, has made us righteous. And so once again, God spares the human race through the church. Because we all spend uh, eternity with Jesus, if we accept Jesus as Savior, we will be spared to of hell and the tribulation which is both God's wrath and we will be spared of eternal death which is the lake of fire okay so we are saved through the grace of God and his the Jesus um, death on the cross and that is God's uh, God's salvation for us um, sent by sending his son he has spared the human race um, by offering a chance to have a new covenant with him and accept Jesus Christ as personal savior. And uh, we, his people are to spread the gospel to the whole world so that they can be saved by the grace of God. Because we are, will spend eternity with Jesus. If we accept Jesus as savior, we will be spared of hell and the tribulation, which is both God's wrath. And we will be spared of eternal death, which is the lake of fire. So, if we accept Jesus, we will have eternal life. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. If you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior today, let's go ahead and pray this prayer together. Dear God, I come to you, Father. I ask, Lord, for, that you forgive me of my sins. I ask that you will um, forgive me of my sins 
and I confess myself to be a sinner, Lord. I ask that you come into my heart today, Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross, I pray. And thank you for um, coming into my life. I repent of my sins, Lord God. And I ask, Lord, that you forgive me of my sins. And be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so keep in mind that a salvation prayer does not have to be um, exactly the way you hear it or read it. You, you, All you have to do is you have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You can do this on your own. You can accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Ask forgiveness of your sins. And ask Him to come into your heart. That's pretty much how to be saved. And to repent. To change your your um to change from a right uh, sinful life to a righteous life and throw away your sinful nature that is repentance let's go ahead and and say goodbye have a good day have a good week <laughs>